Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lakutze Maharan. We are in the middle of the 8th Torah. We are up to one of the incredible stories in the Gemara about Rabbah Barachana. In many of the teachings in Lakutze Maharan, Rabbi Nachman uses one of these fabulous stories, not only to teach us about the story, but to drive home the point that we've been trying to learn during this teaching itself. Rabbi Nachman is going to open up this teaching for us to understand what's going on in the story with Rabbi Barachana, and that in turn is going to help us understand the content of the rest of this Torah. If you haven't heard previous podcasts on the 8th Torah in Lakutse Moran, now is a great time to go back and check them out. Here we go, Vazep Perish, and this is the explanation of Amar Rabba Babarchana. Rabba Babarchana said, Amar Li, Hahu Taya. This merchant said to me, Talach Velach, Mese Midbar. Come and I'm going to show you the dead bodies of the Midbar. Presumably, we're speaking about those individuals who died between the exodus from Egypt and the entering of Eretz Israel. Azli Vechasesinu. They went and they saw They appeared like drunk individuals, like they were drunk, and they were laid out, lying on the ground. And one of them had their leg, their knee, built up, bent up. And that this merchant was able to go underneath this leg, meaning this leg, this knee was huge. He was able to fit under it while riding on his camel. And he he held up his spear while on the camel and he was not able to touch the, the knee. You can imagine how huge this body was, or at least this leg or this knee was, to have a camel with a person on top of that camel and that person is holding up some type of spear or sword and he still is not able to touch the bottom of the leg of this person. I, meaning Rabbi Barachana, cut off one of the corners of the tzitzis, and that activated something where then they weren't able to leave, as if they were frozen underneath that knee, that huge leg. Amarli, he said to me, meaning this merchant said to Rabbi Barachana, Dilma shakalt minayu? Did you take something? The Gemiri, because we learn, we have a tradition, la mistagele. That anyone who takes something from this place will then not be able to leave this place. So I went and put it back, and then we were able to leave. Wow, what a story. Now what we're going to do is to see the Rosh Bam on this particular piece. Taya, what does that mean? That a merchant, an Arab merchant... The next part the Rashbam addresses is when the story says, Azli sinu vadamu avasmu. And when they saw them, meaning the dead bodies, they seemed like drunk people laying out on the on the floor. What does that mean? That while they were laying there, their faces were colored, or maybe perhaps flushed, like they were drunk. You could appear, you could see it in their faces that they were not sober. A that they were laying out. What does that mean? Zukta Rashbam, Penehem Lamaila, they were facing up. Va'ayil Tayatusi Birke. 
that the merchant went under his knee. What does that mean? Kaloimar, the Rashbam says, Ra'isi shetaya haya hoylich tachas birkei ames, rachuv al gamel v'ramchu biyadai v'lo nagabe That is that I saw, meaning Rabbi Barachana watched the merchant go under the knee of this particular dead person from the from the midbar. And he was riding on a camel, and he had a spear in his hand, and he could not touch his knee with the spear. This is the way that we translated during our original learning. We followed the shot of the Rashbam. Shaklachadakarna, that I cut off one corner. What does that mean? Knafa talis mimenu din which corner is this? It's a corner of a talus. Why did he cut off the corner of a talus in this particular place? In order to show it to the sages so that they would be able to learn from it whether we paskin like Beis Shammai or like Beis Hillel. Which way do we follow? If this was the original generation that came directly from Harsinai, so then their tzitzis are going to be the most authentic tzitzis that we can find. Rabbi Barachana wanted to take these tzitzis to show the sages of his generation, look what I found. These are the original tzitzis. So whatever we're doing now, we can compare it to this and we can know if what we're doing is correct. This is referring to a particular machlokas in Mesechas Menachos, where it talks about tzitzis. How many strings should there be? How far should they be attached from the corner of the garment? By taking this piece of evidence, if you will, Rabbi Barachana was continuing to strengthen the link of the Masorah from Moshe Rabbeinu all the way to his generation then. That they weren't able to leave. What does that mean according to the Rashbam? that the animals that we were riding were not able to walk. So it wasn't that Rabbi Barachana and this Arab merchant were not able to move themselves, but rather their animals froze in place. That's the story. Now the question is, what does it mean? What, what does it have to do with our Torah that we've been learning? And what is our take-home message from that? Here we go. Let's break it down line by line, following the text in Lakute Moran. Tava Achvelach Mesemidbar. What does it mean that come and I will show you the dead bodies of the generation of the Midbar, of the of the desert? Hainu, that means to say, Sheheraloi Harushalim Sha'ina Dvekim Batsadikim. What does this mean? means that, come and I'm going to show you the evil individuals, the Rashaim, that are not connected to Tzadikim, to the righteous individuals of our generation. Because they, meaning those individuals that are not connected to Tzadikim, are referred to as the dead of the desert. Why is this? Because the desert does not have the northern winds blowing in it. That's a Gemara in Masechus Yevamos. This northern wind, as we learned earlier, is the idea, is the concept of the Ruach Chaim, the life force of holiness. And that doesn't exist in the desert. This northern wind, which is the life force, is the same wind that we see in the Gemara in Masechus Brachos that talks about the wind that would play through the harp of King David. This life-giving wind that would play beautiful music is not present in the desert. The Harushaim Halalu and these wicked individuals, Sha'enam Devekim Bat that are not connected to righteous people, 
They don't have this life force that comes from holiness. And them, even in their lifetimes, they're called dead. This idea of being alive or being dead, Rabbi Nachman and the Gemara itself is not speaking simply about a heartbeat, but rather to truly be alive. A person can have a heartbeat, yet be referred to as dead. You can be a walking zombie. If you're not connected to holiness, if you're not connected to people or actions that are making the world a better place, you may be referred to as dead even during your lifetime. And of course, the opposite is true as well. If you are alive, let's be truly alive. When you're connected to tzaddikim, when you're connected to our Torah, our heritage, and positive actions, then you are referred to as alive. It's not just simply you happen to not have died yet physically, but that this person who we're referring to as alive is truly living life to its fullest. So what does it mean that he showed him? The heraloi, and he showed him, He showed him from where they would reach their completion of lack. Meaning, where do they draw their sustenance from? And this is what he showed him. Using that as a cliffhanger, we're going to pick it up next time. Wishing everyone a beautiful day.